This is the state for Monday, September 18th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. For our first headline of the day, focusing on Michigan State football, Michigan State University administration is arranging an investigation into who at the university may have played a role in leaking the identity of the women accusing football coach Mel Tucker of sexual harassment, spokesperson Emily Gurant said Saturday afternoon. She declined to provide any details on the scope or nature of the investigation, but did say it was ordered by the university's administration, not the elected board of trustees. Pressure for an investigation began last Tuesday when Brenda Tracy, the rape survivor and advocate who was accusing Tucker of harassing her while she was consulting for his team, said she was forced to publicly come forward after someone gave her name to the media. Shortly after, MSU trustee Diane Byram released a statement asking the university to thoroughly investigate whether someone at MSU was responsible for the leak. MSU's Office of Institutional Equity, which has investigated the harassment allegations leveled against Tucker and will decide whether he violated university policy at a hearing in October, does not release the identities of accusers. But somehow, Tracy's name was leaked to local media, Tracy said. Byram argued in her statement, the outing of Tracy could discourage future victims from reporting misconduct at MSU. For our second headline, focusing on city news, the rumors are true. Blue Owl Coffee, a staple for Michigan State University students and East Lansing residents, is moving from Ann Street to Trowbridge Road after five years. The Ann Street location will close during Thanksgiving break, and the new location will officially open up as an up-and-running coffee shop on December 1st. The Trowbridge location is currently being used and has been in use since July. Beginning in the summer, Blue Owl has been utilizing their future location as a grab-and-go pop-up shop and will continue to do so until December. Amid the relocation, coffee drinkers and customers are wondering why Blue Owl is moving as well as what changes will be made. One of the owners and managers of Blue Owl Coffee, Rich Whitman, said he believes the new location is better than the current for a few reasons. According to Whitman, Ann Street gets a lot of foot traffic from both students and East Lansing residents, especially during the summertime when the popular outdoor dining and entertainment Albert El Fresco takes place. The road is closed to cars to promote walking around the streets and venturing out to various eateries and shops. Whitman also revealed that the rent is a lot cheaper near Trowbridge than it is near Ann Street. The new location will also have a covered patio that creates outdoor seating for another 30 to 40 customers, as well as two mobile espresso bars inside and outside, a full menu, and a lot of aspects carried over from the Ann Street location. Whitman said he is very excited about the move and to see how the company builds on itself, grows, and helps the community, a mission they have been involved with for the past seven years. 
For our final headline, focusing on campus news, Brody Hall is now the centralized location for all Brody neighborhood residents to retrieve packages. The move from several locations to just one is a result of an increase in the number of orders coming through residence halls and a decrease in the number of staff. All on-campus residents could send packages to the halls up to a week before move-in day on August 24th. In Brody neighborhood, 6,000 packages arrived between August 1st and September 5th. MSU Residence Education and Housing Services Associate Director for Communications, Bethany Balk, said. Balks considers this a pilot program, but this isn't the first time Brody Neighborhood has used Brody Hall as their only package center. Last year, the neighborhood opened only Brody Hall's package center for move-in week, then continued opening the rest of the neighborhood's centers. A lot of the packages were so large, though, that they had to stay in Brody Hall. The centralization is also a result of fewer students working as service center representatives. Last year, this meant package centers were only open from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m., and Balks believes combining all service center representatives to one package center makes staffing more reliable, as Brody Hall's package center is now open from 10 a.m. to 12 a.m. While working in the package center, service center representatives log arriving packages and email students whose packages are ready for pickup. Once a student scans their ID, a representative finds their package from the storage center and checks it out. Brody students picking up packages can scan a signs QR code leading to a survey that asks for opinions on the new package center. And before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting partly cloudy skies with a high of 67 and a low of 46. Thank you for joining us for The State, produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with more.